It was just a good night to be a Hoko Bear. I like them apple. We, we kind of been working on that, you know, all the way throughout the all season, you know, one day at a time, every day being the best day and just taking it as a process. Folks sit there and say, you know, we like Hannah more than we like you. We will unveil our newest helmet. Welcome to another end of the Football Fridays in Georgia podcast, the weekly edition. John here, Hannah there. We are in officially a no-dilly, no-dally zone because we are ready to promote the season premiere of Football Fridays in Georgia. Cedar Grove and Westlake coming up Friday night, GPB, GPB GPB.org, the GPB Sports app, all of the GPB Sportses. All the social medias, wherever you find us, that's where the game's going to be. A little after 7.30 for kick, and then a half hour after the completion of the game, we let everybody cool down, and you'll get the rebroadcast on uh, GPB platforms as well. So uh, looking forward to our kickoff this year. Yes, we've got a great podcast today. We're going to catch up with Westlake head coach Rico Zachary to talk about the game against Cedar Grove on Friday. He's expecting a sold-out crowd, so it's going to be an awesome one on GBB Sports. Mm-hmm. And we're also going to talk with Houston County head coach Jeremy Edwards. We were at the game in Perry on Friday. It was outstanding. It came down Crazy. to the last 40 seconds of the game. Again. One of the best matchups uh, around the state this Last Friday, no I doubt. I was about to say this week, last week. So we wanted to talk to Coach Edwards. Um, now that again. he survived, <laughs> yeah. I mean that yeah. game. I mean, literally, you know, we always talk about matchups, and sometimes the most important person at a matchup is the fire marshal mm-hmm. to let in as many people as possible to make sure that it's a safe environment. You had Perry was packed, over six thousand, I think, in wow. this in, in this in this one stadium at Perry High. So uh, once again. Uh, thanks to our friends at Perry for uh, being great hosts to us as we were able to give the Cooperative Spirit Sportsmanship Award. Big shout out to everybody at Perry High School, Kevin Smith, the head coach, and everybody there. Uh, fantastic environment. If you've never seen Houston County and Perry, go at it. It was a 15-round yeah. heavyweight fight. We'll get into that coming up in just a little bit with Jeremy Edwards and a bit of a preview with what's going on. But I know you've got some other things on your mind as well about this week before we get into the interview, yeah? Well, I asked you earlier today, I said, are, were there any surprises on Friday that surprised you, John? And yeah. you said, yes, yes, Hannah. there were. So what Yes, were, Hannah, oh. there were some surprises. What were your surprises that you got so excited over? Well, I mean, it, it's not just there were surprises. Brooks County got shut out. Oh. Rabin County got Ooh. shut out. Ooh. But then you go to just some of the sheer numbers that mm-hmm. were put up on the board. Oh, by the yeah. way, Marietta get their 600th win as a program in oh, history. Congratulations. So, uh, trumpet fanfare for Marietta for winning their 600th in history. Uh, Stevens County shuts out Rabin 35 nothing. That was where that one was. Uh, let's see. So there were just, just the numbers offensively that you saw in some matchups. Let me see if I can find some numbers here. 55, 56, and these are winners. 55, 56, 50, 52, 56, 50, 54, 65, uh, 51. Uh, I'm scanning here just to try to get things over 50, just to give you the scope of what's going on. 50, 56, 52, right. And then uh, there's one that I've got to come up here in a second. 83, Grayson beat Eagles Landing, 83, nothing. Uh, you've got uh, that. You've got a lot of 40s. Like you mentioned, LaGrange had 50 on the board against Northside. Lakeview Academy got a win, putting 57 on Athens Academy. You had another high 50. So 50 and north, 
There were a lot of those, but I know a lot of folks. Uh, 71 got put on the board by Roswell over Centennial. So you had a 70, you had an 80, a lot of 50s, and a couple of 60s too. So just the the sheer scope of the offense yeah. that we saw was really a lot of the surprises that you, you come out. You sit there and go, no, that wasn't the final score. Yeah, it was the final score. Grayson leading the everybody with north of 80 points in their win just as a part of the, the larger numbers here from the week. And that just comes down to the non-region matchups, mm-hmm. right? But, it does. I mean, it's that's still to put up over eighty points. That's a lot of offense. Yeah, it's a lot of offense, and you know, you. But get I to, mean, not but, surprising. And what you also get to do if you are a Chris Pruitt, or you know, if you are out there at Grayson, you get to learn about your depth. You get to learn. All right, so what do my what do my seniors look like? What do my juniors look like? What do my underclassmen look like in, in games like this? So there, you get to learn a lot from these matchups as well, even if you are putting up large numbers on the board. So, But, yeah, just the, the sheer scope of a lot of numbers, uh, really that was one of the things that does stand out to you in a matchup like this. Yeah, TCC goes 2-0. Yep, and War, War of the Roses. On them this season. Yep, War of the Roses over uh, Thomasville, Thomas County Central in Thomasville. If you haven't seen that one, and if you can find a ticket, I would recommend going to that one. That's another one where you sit there and go, the most important person available is the fire marshal in a situation like that. And Northside Warner Robins 2-0 as well. That will be our web game, Northside Warner Robins versus Warner Robins. Once again, it's another fire marshal Mm -hmm. game. And our dear friend Mike Davis, who was the uh, former, uh, he was the play-by-play guy for Northside for the longest time, also doubled as the fire marshal there in Houston (laughs) County. So, you know, for that game in particular, there would be times where, you know, Mike, come on, you know, it's like, no, 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 I don't know about no i don't know about that but yeah so uh if you don't have a ticket to the mac and if you don't leave early on friday to get a parking space you're going to be walking for a while with Northside and warner robbins but now fantastic environments early on this year with all of these places that have these matchups that we talk about oh, they are full houses and we're going to have one on friday night too John's going to give you some games to watch after our guests, but let's get right into it. And we are going to start things off with Houston County Bears head coach, Jeremy Edwards. Coach, we were in Perry for your last game. You go 2-0 after beating them 42-35 in what ended up being a wild game. And I, I think you said you had a few more gray hairs after that game coach <laughs> absolutely yeah between this one uh last friday night and last year um perry's perry's aging me real quick <laughs> i mean for the i'll see if i can do the short version yeah i've so, got some notes here but you you go Jim. all right so let me see if i got this right 21 nothing on a 98 yard touchdown and then a second score and then a pick six where your defensive back Pin the ball against the receiver, stole it away, and runs the other way. So 21 nothing, 21-7 at the half. And then they take the governor out of the golf cart in the third quarter, and it's 28 all after three. Then you score 34-28. Ensuing kickoff, they score 35-34. Then you come down with the football with like 240 to go, score 40-35, AJ does this amazing two-point conversion, 42-35. Perry has a final chance, and they've got a fourth and goal and don't. Was that close? 40 seconds left was the determination. Yes. Yeah. Yes. We uh, we missed our extra point, unfortunately. Um, and then the uh, ensuing kickoff, we they run it back. So uh, we go up 34-28. Uh, they return the kickoff, make their extra points, 35-34. So uh, you're right. With about two minutes – and some change. We got some time to go down and score. He throws a touchdown to Ricky Johnson, and 
leaves 40 seconds on the clock and uh <laughs> they get it past the 50 they're about the 40 48 47 yard line and last play Xavier Ryan comes up with a sack and ends the game but oof, pretty scary on the night Ricky goes 12 for 218 and three and AJ I think now for the season is 42 of 56 he was perfect against Sumter in week one and then he goes 26 of 40 for 363 and five last Friday night what's it like AJ AJ Hill has been getting a, a lot of press top 100 junior class uh, here in the country what's it been like to see him continue to to grow at the position of quarterback because I feel like we've been seeing him ever since he was like a sixth grader almost it's been that long to see him evolve but what's it been like to see AJ evolve yeah he's he you know he is very talented and he's hard to miss in person obviously he's just he's six foot five he's but, eight feet uh, tall basically <laughs> yeah he he does such a great job and and what a lot of people don't see in preparing for the game on Friday night you know he knows uh the offense inside and out we do player quizzes on thursday afternoons and and he just dominates them i mean it consistently and he doesn't only do the quiz for the quarterback position he does it for every position and he gets them all right and he's always spot on so that's a credit to his preparation every week you know it could be easy for him to to listen to the to to the people talk about him all the time and 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 get a big head but he's really really um done a great job of staying humble and hungry and I'm just so proud of him I know it was a road game for you but the atmosphere there in Perry was really really electric did that affect the game at all were the fans being really loud did they have any like noise issues uh speak on the the atmosphere there Friday night it it was very electric it was sold out um you know a lot of people had to stand so I mean there was it was it was a playoff type atmosphere is what you kind of want in a non-region game uh, to be able to experience that for our kids to be able to experience it. Obviously, you know, we're going to run the gauntlet in our region with Thomas County Central and Lee. And so we got to get ready for that. And so you try to schedule games like this that prepare you for your region and and possibly, you know, obviously the playoffs. And so um, that was definitely a, a playoff type atmosphere. It was really, really good. For our county, we have great teams in our county. And uh, so it was just a tribute to the communities coming together. They kind of separated everybody, so you couldn't go from one side to the other. Yes, it was uh, it was uh, very, very packed, and it, it got loud. But uh, I think our kids feed off of that stuff. No doubt about it. When you have the Hoco Locos, they definitely uh, they help out in that regard. Let me go back to this player quiz thing that you were talking about just a second ago. What is on this player quiz and the fact that you said that AJ takes every quiz. I mean, what are what are these quizzes like? What what what's what what's the testing like down there? <laughs> so so every position group, offense and defense, their unit coach, you know, is in charge of coming up with a quiz based off the game plans, just tips and things that we've kind of given them throughout the week, some things to look for. And I leave it up to every position coach to come up with that quiz. So, you know, we're all teachers and so they're able to Put these to some of some guys use you know uh, multiple choice some guys will use fill in the blank some guys will make them draw stuff my old line coach now makes that guys draw the stuff so they're drawing run plays so aj's having to draw run plays so it's it's definitely preparing him for 
um, the next level, which I know that he'll, he'll be very uh, successful at. And so um, he really thrives in that, in that, in that, in that deal for us. Well, my last question for you, you do have a home game this Friday against Wes Lawrence, your second home game of the season. What are going to be your keys to the game to win that one? Well, we got some things we need to work on. You know, we got we got to worry about Hoko. Um, you know, there's a lot of things that we're doing right now, evaluating some personnel and moving some guys around to try to get you know, to fix some of the issues that we had Friday night, obviously, and then get better at the things that we're still that we that we do well. Just try to, you know, it's no secret what we do offensively or defensively. We just try to be great at it. And um, but, you know, I think that, you know, we got you, you always fear after you play a big game like that of a, the a next week letdown. And so we're we're trying to uh, fight against that in our preparation, in our practice. And we had a great practice this morning at 5.15 in the morning. So we were we were rocking and rolling. We got it in. And, um, you know, we're going to continue to try to get better and, and see how far we can take it. Who brings the donuts and the coffee for a 5.15 <laughs> practice? That's what I want to know. I'll tell you what. We've got the best moms oh, in the yeah. state. Hands down. I sh- I'll send you some pictures, John, of some of the things that – our, our moms are incredible. We have a mom's breakfast on Thursdays and it's like Thanksgiving. It's a spread now. And, uh, I got to walk away from it. Lots of donuts. <laughs> so, uh, uh, lots of casseroles and donuts Ooh. and they're, they're awesome. So I, I got to give a shout out to our moms here because they do such a great job of not only parenting our kids, but just providing for them and our coaches. All right. So before we go, Oh yeah, we, we have we have we have a gift okay, for Hannah see. to add oh, to the thank stats. Thank you, John. The Houston County T-shirt. The Houston County T-shirt. For those not watching the video version, but you need to. It's a gray T-shirt. So Houston County logo in black. Yeah, and so uh, thank bear, you. Yeah, so thank you. Highway ninety six heads Hannah's way to Is add it to another her collection. Another two X. No, it's not a two X. <laughs> you keep getting me two Xs. I feel like you're trying to tell me something. Put it in hot and let it okay, shrink. Well, it's because I go with my laundry skills. <laughs> uh, Coach, as always, thank thanks for hanging out with us here on the Football Fridays yes, in Georgia sir. podcast. Great to catch up with you. Fantastic night that we got to see yes, each other in Central so Georgia. And uh, good luck this week yes. going up against West Lawrence. We'll catch up with you soon. All right. Thank you, John. Thank you, Hannah. Appreciate it. And that's part of the story from a very, very crowded docket last week in Middle Georgia. Now it's time to catch up with one of the coaches that's going to be on Football Fridays here on GPB. Let's catch up with the home side and Westlake head coach Rico Zachary. In his second season as head coach of Westlake, Rico Zachary joins us now. And coach, congratulations. 2-0 star, big win over Chris County, 50-12. to How are you feeling after that one? Um, you know, I, we all like to win, you know, so <laughs> really good about that. It was, a, it was a tough trip, though. You know, just been getting on a bus going down to South Georgia with the weather, with the with the Nats, just a lot of things to overcome. Oh, Small yeah. locker room. Well, so, I mean, you know. The Nats will get you. Well, yeah, you're below the you're below the Nat line in a situation like that. How do you how do you combat the Nats in a situation like that? How do you how do you fight? Because folks say dryer sheets, yeah. those kinds of things. How do you fight the Nats? Uh, we we didn't really worry about it. You know, just we down there for a reason to play the game, regardless of what the circumstances may be. So you know, that's kind of how we treated it. I knew it would be that way, so we kind of warned them. 
You know, I used to work at Chris County. Uh-huh. So <laughs> I was going to be. Well, let's break the game down a little bit on defense. You had four defensive touchdowns on interceptions and a fumble recovery by Bryson Oliver. Tell me about what was working so well on defense. I would probably be lying if I say I knew exactly what was going. Uh, <laughs> I knew exactly <laughs> what was going to happen, Hannah. Yeah, like, you know, but, you know, um, we do stress, you know, getting the ball back for the offense and giving them, uh, you know, giving them opportunities to, you know, put points on the board. And so it's, it is something that we work at. But, you know, most importantly, I think our guys was, you know, they were just in the right positions doing their job, you know, play after play. And, and that's the most important thing that you do your job so that you have an opportunity to make those plays. And everybody was all in on that. So, From your first season there at Westlake to this year, what do you think the biggest lesson was that you learned about yourself, your staff, Westlake, that you brought forward to this 23 season? What was the biggest lesson from last year, you think? Yeah, I think that you just got to have a short-term memory. You know, wh whether you win or whether you lose, you got to have a short-term memory and be ready to move on to the next week. Um, especially in 7A, you know, everybody's competitive. So you really don't have time to, you know, long on whether you lose or whether you win. It doesn't really matter. You got to be ready for the next one. And so we kind of we, we kind of been working on that, you know, all the way throughout the offseason, you know, one day at a time, every day being the best day, you know, and 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 just, you know, taking it as a process. Well, the next one is Cedar Grove on GPB Sports. Subtle plug from Hannah. <laughs> hey, we're burying the lead here. Let's get to the good stuff. Coach, preview that one for us. We're so excited to have you guys on our television station. Um, what's all going to go into Friday night? Um, you know, the, Coach Adams always does a great job, first of all, at Cedar Grove. And, um, you know, they, they're always very athletic, very well coached. So you know what you're getting when you're playing against them. They're a great opponent, you know, and in all these games that we play non-region, you know, we want to make sure that we're playing opponents that can help us get ready for the playoffs. So, you know, I think that that's, that's important. And uh, having a, a program of this caliber come in and, and, you know, be a really good test for us is, is something that we need to do. So, you know, we're excited about it. Uh, we're excited about all the games that we play at this stature just because it does get us ready for region play and everything. So, uh, you know, we're excited about this weekend. One of the things that we like to do here at GPB is discuss Make That Kid an Offer. And I know that Hannah later this week is going to be catching up with uh, with Juan Gaston Jr., who's like nine feet tall and, you know, is like 350 pounds of absolute <laughs> solid muscle as a junior on the offensive line. For Make That Kid an Offer, what we like to do is we like to focus on those student athletes that for whatever reason, they're too whatever in quotation marks. They're not getting the look that you think they deserve or the number of looks you think they deserve. Is there someone there that we could be keeping an eye on on Friday night and this season that would fit into that, make that kid an offer category for you? How about I give you three names? Go for it. Oh, nice. Camillo Anthony, Camillo O'Neal. Camillo's. A I was going to say, that's a good us. shooting guard you got there, Coach. <laughs> yeah, that's a good shooting guard name, right? Camillo O'Neal, he's, he's, uh, you know, he's got a couple of offers, Navy and some others, really good student. He's a late bloomer, a guy that's just come along. Um, Bryson Oliver is the other one that had the scoop and score that you guys talked about. And then Zion, Zion um, Williams is a receiver for us. And I think that all three of those guys are good players, you know, but maybe a little too small, maybe a little bit too much of this, too much of that. But, you know, they're all good players for us. So Awesome. We'll write their names down. Yep, and I've underlined Bryson Oliver as my notes. Well, my last question for you, Coach, and it goes back to our game Friday. What's the atmosphere there like at Westlake? 
what are the expectations for Friday night? I know it gets loud. Um, just tell me about tell me about that and what football means to your community. Oh, it means a lot. I mean, we, you know, I've never been at a place where we sell out at just about every home game, you know, and, and that happens here. That's kind of just, we, we have to, you know, shut down the numbers. We have to change the numbers just because, you know, we sell too many. So I've never really been a part of that, but that tells you how important it is around here. So, um, and, and, and it's, it's better when you win it, you know, I, I mean, that's, everybody's going to talk about all the other things, but at the end of the day, you're winning. People want to be, people want to be there and see you play. So, you know, we're excited about it. I know our community is excited about it, and we hope to just, you know, keep making them proud. Westlake 50-12 to winners over Crisp last week. We had Crisp and Westlake on the calendar last year. Mm-hmm. This coming Friday night, it is Westlake and Cedar Grove on GPB on all the GPB platforms. Coach, thanks for hanging out with us and breaking everything down when it comes to this matchup and how things have been this season. Thanks for being a part of the Football Fridays in Georgia podcast. Yes, sir. Thank you guys for having me. So obviously, mm-hmm. Cedar Grove Westlake is our number one game to watch. But yep. I've got one for you. Okay. So I mentioned TCC earlier, you just did. because of what Justin Rogers does with programs. Correct. They had not won more than eight games in a season since 2016. Right. And he, Justin Rogers comes in and they go 12 and one, Correct. and now they're two and zero again. Correct. So I, I always like to keep my eye on the teams that Justin Rogers is the head coach of because he does a great job. So TCC at Bainbridge mm-hmm. is going to be my game to watch. You like apples? Because... I like them apples. That's going to be an awesome one. Yep. I'll, get, I'll run down a lot of them here. Just uh, I'll go rapid fire. Mm-hmm. Uh, Carrollton at Roman 7A. Gainesville hosting Coconut Creek at uh, Bobby Gruen Field in City Park. Coconut Creek. Coconut Creek, Florida. Yeah. Okay. Uh, they're they're importing, so they're they're coming over the state line to play. You mentioned TCC. You've got uh, Northside Warner Robins and Warner Robins. Marist hosting Savannah Christian. Creekside goes to Modern Day. Okay. Creekside. Maurice Dixon and the interview that we got the details on <laughs> the how this game came to pass. It's it's on uh, our YouTube channel. Uh, caught up with Maurice Dixon at Creekside. Creekside going to Southern California to take on Modern Day, traditional national power Modern Day. And this is a week after Creekside beat St. Peter's of New Jersey, thirty-four wow. fifteen. And so, yeah, we're going to take 55 <laughs> kids and we're going to go play modern day because that's the kind of coach Maurice Dixon is. He wants to be challenged. And he's playing a national schedule, St. Peter's and now modern day. Unbelievable. That's going to be one to watch on Saturday if you're anywhere near a device that will be carrying that game. Troop is at Callaway on Friday. Perry is hosting Jones County on Friday. Mm. You want the folks from Gray to come down? That's going to be another stacked house at Perry. Wayne County is at Appling County. Uh, let me see. Flipping pages quickly. Cook is at Brooks. Brooks is at 0-2, but that's what Maurice Freeman wants to do. He wants to challenge his, his kids early on. Then you've also got Bowden and Bremen. Bowden and Bremen, and if Bowden's 0-2, Bremen's 2-0. And it's at Bowden. Once again, if you do not have your tickets, if you do not have your parking secured by now, you're in serious trouble. So that's uh, that's just a handful of games around the state of Georgia to keep an eye on, and we'll let you know what's going on with those when we come back next week for the Football Fridays in Georgia podcast. Uh, t- time, by the way, for the staff whip around. Yes, it is. 
She actually is allowing this to happen. Yes, it is. Okay. It's time for the staff whip around. Staff whip around. I'm We're, not a part of it. Yeah, yeah, you are. No. Yeah, no, you are. No, no, no. Uh, it was a it was a rough week for uh, King James and his Chargers of Central Macon, uh, losing to Howard 56 nothing. Uh, it was a rough week for wow, rough week for Ambassador Jeremy. Rough week for everybody. It sounds like Sonoraville got their first ever victory over Darlington, 39-20. <laughs> 12-point underdog. Darlington had outscored, and this is from our friends at the Georgia High School Football Daily. Darlington outscored Sonoraville 195-84 to in the first five games of the series with no game closer than 10 points. So what happens? Sonoraville wins by 19, 39-20. So that happened with that one. Uh, Lakeside Atlanta, by the way, mm-hmm. beat Northview 20-7. Okay. Uh, Parkview, Jake the Snake, 60 to nothing winners over Shiloh. So big, big numbers put up by the Parkview offense. And we mentioned Sonorable and, and uh, uh, Wheeler and Lassiter. All of a sudden, we have static here in the in the audio line. I think it's breaking up, John. Yeah. I think I think we we're being cut off. Fifty nine seventeen Wheeler over Lassiter. So that's your staff whip around for the week. Uh, we have gifts. For, for Hannah. More gifts? More you gifts already gave for, me a gift. More gifts for Hannah. This well, is a great podcast. But Because, you know, when we when we travel, mm-hmm. folks sit there and say, you know, we like Hannah more than we like you. They don't say that, John. And so last week, we Y'all were, should see John on these shoots. I call it John Nelson mode. Yeah. He's got people coming up to him, asking him questions. I mean... John. Well, next you're, week, you're we, next week we will unveil our newest that, helmet. That John Nelson. We, we we have a new helmet that we will unveil next week to the stacks, and it is attached to our friends in Hartwell because we presented the Cooperative Spirit Sportsmanship Award to our friends at Hart County High School last week at the softball game where they Yay. were playing Washington Wilkes. Got my softball shirt. And so now, Black shirt, Hannah, orange, Hart County softball yeah. logo. Uh, and so Hart County Thank softball you. goes to Hannah. Thank you, John. And now. John, another extra large. Yeah. How are you about jerseys? Like, I think like a large would be fine. Well, okay. So then this is a large. Ooh, let me see. This is a large. And this is what you can pick up. That's cool. Now that needs to be put into your office. That's awesome. The Perry Panthers. Perry Panthers football jersey. Perry Panthers football jersey right here. So that this gets added to the stacks as well. So Perry Panthers and a large football jersey is like a three X T shirt. I mean that's how how these things go. But yeah, no, that doesn't look like a three X T shirt. I could stand up, and you would see. <laughs> I mean, look at this. It's just like long. Look at that. It's really long. You have to like tuck it in. Well, but if I tucked it in, it would go past my shorts. Well, it looks great. So the Perry job, Panthers job. once again, Perry. And Houston County and Hart County, great to see all of you guys last week. And thanks for being the part of GPB that you are. So fantastic to have gifts to continue to add to the stacks and have oversized T-shirts for Hannah that will not shrink (laughs) because she knows how to do laundry and I do not. Thank you, John. Okay, time to wrap this puppy up. So you mentioned the replay of the games yes. on Friday, a cooling down period, yes. and then the replay plays at like 1 a.m. Well, no, it's like a, isn't it like a half hour yeah, after. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So in that half hour, yes. we will have the post-game show during playoffs. But in the meantime, mm-hmm. we are introducing something new. It's called Peach Jam for all of you music lovers out there. It is shot in our studios here at GPB, 
And it's a variety of amazing artists that are all local to Georgia. Thus Peach. And they Thus are jamming. Thus Peach. And they are jamming. Jam. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be awesome. So that is going to air right after our game and get you to the replay. And they're going to be jamming with you. Mm-hmm. They're jamming. I'm not jamming. Yes. I I'm said not jamming. they're jamming. You don't want to hear any, any, any of that. Obviously, that Bob Marley reference went right over Hannah's head. Yeah. Hannah, yeah. you want to tell them how awesome the host is, too, with that thing? Oh, I mean, the host is He's amazing. Incredible. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. He might be the producer on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I see, I see how this plays. See now, see now, Ambassador Jeremy. I legitimately thought that you were just setting Hannah up to discuss more Hannah. No, but you were setting Hannah up to discuss more Ambassador Jeremy. Jeremy. Yes, exactly. I, Jeremy was setting himself up. Ah, yes. uh-huh. okay. Yeah. All right. Most of the show is amazing. Yeah. So let's see. For Jake the Snake, for Ambassador Jeremy, for King James, who's hiding behind about nine thousand banks of monitors, for uh, Hannah. The lovely and talented Hannah. Oh, thank you, John. Uh, so, 7.30, kickoff slightly thereafter, uh, Cedar Grove and Westlake yep. on everything GPB Sports. Blogs are out, social media. Yes. GPB Sports app. Yes, all of that. It's going to be fun. First game of the year for uh, Football Fridays in Georgia. We are Can't out. Wait. We are out of the building. You can't stop us now until like mid-December. So that's going to be fun. So once again, thanks to thanks to everybody at Houston County. Thanks to everybody at Perry. Thanks to everybody at Westlake for hanging out with us this week on the Football Fridays in Georgia podcast. For everybody here in front behind the glass, I'm just John. Thanks for hanging out with us. Play it safe, everybody. We'll see you out there. Literally, we'll see you out there. Because I'll be back at the games. Mm-hmm. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.